Matthew Millard. It's Trevor Isbell, and, and we, we are, are the Movie Brothers. Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. This will be our final podcast of the year. But we might do more. Yeah, Maybe. indeed. We decided this time around that we would uh, do a very special one in all this time around. Instead of, since when we're doing a subject that we really know in two movies that we know pretty well, we won't have a script. So which means everything is going to be ad-libbed. And it's going to be awesome, and it's going to be great. But before we start off, we got some prayers. Um, I hope you all had a nice, lovely, blessed Thanksgiving as well. Um, let's just take this moment of prayer to God. If our Lord, thank you for staying thank you for the many blessings you gave us. Uh, we have finals and finals projects coming up right now, God, and we ask that you just let us guide us and let us do well. Also, a lot of us are getting sick, God, so just place your blessed hands around us so that we can be well and do well. And I pray for my friend Matt, who is having his own self-doubts right now, that those doubts just leave his mind and they never come back, and he has a blessed time and he finishes strong, like the strong man I know he is. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. So, our theme for this week, for our final thing, action movies. <laughs> yeah, that so, kind. Yeah. So we figured we got a good movie and we got a bad movie and we're going to review them both. But we're going to do the bad one first. Yep, because the good one. Oh, 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 yeah. All right, so... So the bad movie, well, uh, well, though Trevor could have some reasons to disagree with this one, but he can see why... I guess. The Transformers uh, series. The Bayverse ones, not the, the Michael, series, not the TV series. The Michael Bay ones. Yeah. We're going to be, re- we're basically going to be reviewing, which one do you think, I think we should review the first one, honestly. The first and the second one, really, kind of, because the first one is the only good one, and the second one is really where things got bad and yeah. all. Yeah. Well, I did like the second one at first, but when I started, like, taking a more analytical approach, I could see its flaws, definitely. No, I do like the voice actors in it, though. I like that they do bring the original Optimus Prime and Megatron back. You know, I, I enjoy seeing that they do kind of take a little bit of care with the stuff. Yeah. So. But ultimately, just the big things with Michael Bay's movie is just extremely flat characters, overuse of action, yeah. and uh, the kind of writing he puts into the human characters and the actors he uses, the acting just. Ugh. And most of, and another thing like cliches, stereotypical yeah. cliches. But for me though, what I like is I like seeing the designs of Transformers. For me, that was the big selling point. Oh, now yeah. a lot of people, for me too. A lot of people complain. Well, they don't look realistic. They look like a I bunch know. of scrap metal. And it's like, I look at them. It's like, how would you picture a giant robot made of metal that transforms? It's a living machine, basically, with yeah. moving parts moving machinery and everything yeah pretty much like when i saw when i rem- i was a big fan of transformers like uh law even more so and all like because of transformers animated you know and uh when i saw the trailer the teaser trailer for transformers of live action i was psyched i was psyched too. and then when i saw the trailer i was even more psyched because of the animation they used for the uh, transformers like uh animation like transforming like um uh sequence when they turn oh, yeah. from, from robots to machines or back into a robots and all because it was so lifelike and all and just really i mean it was like so really much not to mention the sound design oh you know? yeah yeah definitely the sound design they use just for all the um the robots and the all robot, robots moving i and also the, like remember for the the dreamworks um 
the, like the first movie, like you know the DreamWorks like um, logo. Oh yeah. Fish. Immediately when like um the 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 line was dropped into the uh, water. <laughs> That that huge sound was yeah. like that was really good. that was a pretty good first impression for me. What I do and also like it's like you said transform. And one thing I did like was the Cybertronian language that the Decepticons had. Uh huh. Because I've always wondered because you always had to figure they're not going to pick up English right away. Like that's not going to be their native language. Uh, not completely. Not they, completely. They, they they scan the um the they internet. Scan the yeah. internet. That's how they learn the uh, English. And I like that they put that in there because that makes sense about how you can learn about humans, human life, human language, where you're at, where you're, everything is. And like I said, the other thing you may not like the overuse of action. I like the action sequences. Oh, I do too, as much as anything. But it would Transformers would have been so much better if Michael Bay had focused far better on developing just a far more stronger relationship between man and machine like we see saw, I agree like, okay, we, that, like yes, we saw yes. like we saw in Terminator 2 with John Connor and the T1 T800 like yes. we saw in the Iron Giant between uh, Hogarth and the Iron Giant I will agree with you and that. Uh, what others oh um, Big Hero 6 yeah you know so I do agree with you on that aspect like they could have done a lot better because even in the animated series you felt when they had a bond yeah. all the animated series you felt when they, they were kids I know but right but you still felt the bond between man and machine I but besides that for me I love the acting sequences while there's a lot of it I like it yeah. because I like seeing the heavy weight of the Transformers like you when they punch you feel the metal clinging, clanging. And yeah, I'm more really just like a, like when they just do engage in just gunfights and all. The gunfights are the best parts too. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I like... However, as the movies got more, then the action scenes looked a little less good because of the CGI quality and just they're just simply rushing into them completely. They're just getting worse in quality. We're just these days every time i see a transformers trailer i just immediately assume oh another bad movie coming up i i watched them all and i watched them all with my dad and i enjoyed everyone um like i think my favorite album had to be like the third one though because the because eh. i like what they did with sentinel prime they made them they did that twi- i like that twist that they had oh yeah that he was working with the Decepticon. and he oh. thought he was and they thought he thought yeah. this is how i'm going to i like uh, he thought that that was the right way to save their race, but Optimus knew so much better than. Him. While I get Sentinel trying to save the, the, the planet, his Cybertron, I get that he lost but his mind and lost his ways. Completely. He lost his what, and that's why I like at the end of Transformers Three, Optimus executed him because it's like as he said, "You didn't betray, betray me. me. You, you betrayed, betrayed yourself. yourself, pretty much, and all." And he did because it's like Prime's number one thing is you don't hurt other sentient life forms and he was about to do that and the one thing i do another thing i do enjoy is megatron oh hugo weaving is megatron as well because when he comes on the screen he's scary scary and you feel the presence you feel that oh god this is megatron and i love the design they had for him i smell you boy Even more so that they brought him back in to play as Megatron in the Transformers animated. Like, um, no, 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 that wasn't what is. Uh, it was the recent one, like, that was aired. The newest, like, Transformers Oh, I know what animation. you mean, I know what you mean. <sighs> I can't remember, though. But I, it's, yeah, I like Megatron, and I felt like the presence of him, even in, like, later movies, 
he when you was on the screen, he took up the screen. He did, and it's like Star Scream a few times as well too. I think because like uh, the voice acting a few times. Oh yeah. Though the, his death in the third movie was fairly quite a bad scene. I gotta say. Yeah, I wish they would have. I wish honestly they would have gone out with the blaze of glory. Another thing I like from the third one. Though I loved Shockwave. I was about to say Shockwave, yeah. I'm guessing. Um, the only thing that I wish they would have done is they made him... He was a scientist, so made him talk a little more. But my god, he was scary. Yeah. And uh, fortunately, the uh, CTV series did it that, as you said. Yeah. Because, <laughs> oh my god. Transformers Prime and I will say the third movie did a great job about making him... While well, he's a scientist, he's scary. Because the G one was like, he was a bum. He seemed like a bumbling scientist, but now in like the later ones, no, they made him evil. They made intimidating. him intimidating. Exactly. Yeah. So pretty much in all, like um, the thing with Transformers is just, oh, it's a great series and we loved it all. But like, what would make the movies that like, if hopefully whenever they get rebooted and never get taken up by someone else, and Hasbro actually uses their brains, they'll actually like give it to someone who knows how to make them into proper ones no, I, and do the same do do the similar formula they do in the TV series you know how they did so well with Beast Wars even though I haven't seen it but I know how know why it's good you need to see it you it's know? really good and with Transformers animated they just got to really like do better with characterization and just the relationships between humans and and transformers and all for me though what i like about the the movies is this it reminds me of when you were a kid and you had your Transformers. Oh, yeah. Now, what did you do with them? You kind of did what they did on screen. Oh, God, yeah, why? Oh, Fight. Now, for me, what I thought, now it has some adult... It's kind of like this. Let the robot wars begin! <laughs> I know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> if you know what I mean, that yeah. show. I know that show. But for me, it's like, I look at it and I go like, maybe it's not aiming towards adults. Doubt it, yes, it has adult elements. But maybe it's more geared towards the children. Like that is kids, kind of what Michael Bay did say, you know. It was aimed towards uh, teenagers, so, and all. <laughs> and but, I've seen uh, a lot of movies that have done that before, too. And, like, oh, God, this is so bad. They, we shouldn't watch it. But the kids love it, and that's how they get the ratings up. But ultimately, though, like... They should do a bit it better. Have been, with, it, Michael Bay should have been better, like, with writing it more. Far better, like, with better characters. Because kids... What, because teenagers want to be able to learn from these films yeah. and all. And when they watch these kind of films and see those, those type of stereotypes, they feel like they're being mocked as being stupid, you know? But still, for me, and what holds a place in my heart, it's just, I'm glad we have a live-action movie. Yep. And I love the designs. No matter what anyone says, the at, designs are awesome. Hopefully and they can get back back to where they were in the first movie. Because again, yeah. to be honest, they're getting. I did like the night aspect that they had in the last movie. So, anyway, <laughs> it's uh, getting close to almost the midpoint. I think it's about time we go into the good at one. <laughs> How about we say this at the same time? And guess the line we're gonna say. Yes. Oh, what a day! What a lovely day! What a noise! It was what a lovely day. <laughs> We're try to guess the try to guess the tag. I can pretty much guess you can guess the tagline from that. None and other than Mad Max Fury Road. I go- saw, good saw this and it was awesome. Yeah, I brought Trevor home like during one weekend when we were going for the Seahawks and Giants game, and uh, well, I thought that we might as well better see a movie. And sure enough, I thought I'd better show him Mad Max Fury Road. One of the things, and I, the plot and of the movie is basically it's Max. He gets captured by bad guys and it's a post-apocalyptic world where gasoline is like liquid gold 
pretty much, you know. And water is also pretty much yes, valuable. Yes, well, water too. And it's like, he's driving the wastelands, and it's basically a huge chase movie from start to finish. Yeah. Like what, pretty much like what all the other previous Mad Max films is, save the first one, though. But uh, the first one was just as good. Yeah. I saw this movie, like, it came out in 2015, and uh, I made sure to see the first three. And let me tell you, oh, I'm glad I did. I wish I could have shown Trevor the previous three, because, oh, they're just as good as well, but uh, Mad Max Fury Road manages to surpass all of them, because the director of the films, oh, George Miller is just truly the guy who knows how to direct uh, an action film, and he doesn't have to spend, he knows how to not spend too much time on telling, telling telling what the characters are. Instead, he shows what they are by getting us invested. In fact, here's an even bigger part, bigger comparison point. One of the actresses in there is the is a lady who played um, Sam's girlfriend in uh, Transformers Three. I can't remember her name. You know, she played um, Splendid Akara in uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, I saw a lot of comments saying how her character in this is far better than her character yeah. in uh, Transformers Three, and. Pretty much that's all just because of just like, you know, she didn't have to say too much dialogue. It was just simply showing. Yeah, and it's like action. And that's what I like. It's like, not too much telling, but here's the action. Here's the world. Here's what's going on. The music backs it up. It was a fantastic ride from start to finish. And the one thing, number one thing I really enjoy, the director used practical effects. Oh, yeah. He used a lot of practical effects instead of using CGI. He just simply knows how to establish his characters well, and once when he establishes them pretty well, then he uses the practical effects that he was so well good for. Yes. And uh, and he, I should also say that every single one of the cars used in the films was real. Everyone. Every <laughs> one of them. I can't believe that. It was just... I and, loved uh, it, though. And there's also so many stunts that they were doing in this film that like they seem unbelievable that those were real. In fact, many of the stunts done were done by Cirque du Soleil actors. I'm sure you guys have heard of them. You know, and so many more. You know, it was fantastic. So it's like so. Anyway, now to get not completely get off topic and all, just like um, let me ask. Let's say what uh, what was your what are our two favorite scenes in that film? I'll start with you. Um, I think one of my favorite scenes would have. I can't really figure out what my favorite is. I like the final chase scene though. I that was really good and just like the music and the bumping and the. It was like. And the and and your other one. And I say the other one was when, um, when they went through like the desert tornado, whatever it was. Oh yes, the the the, uh, the sandstorm. And it was just awesome. I live, I die, I live again. Witness me riding to Valhalla. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, couldn't resist. It's My really team. good. It's and it's got so many quotable lines. Oh yeah, it's a that's movie a that once too. you see it, it sticks in your head, and you can't. Unsee it in the best way possible. In the best way possible, you can unsee it. Yeah, pretty much and all. My two favorite scenes and all, let's see. Uh, well, I'm going to start with my real favorite for last, but let's see. Oh. Oh, hard to say. Which one was my Which one was my second favorite scene uh, from the first, apart from my real favorite? Oh, which one, which one, which one? Uh, think, think, think. Ah. <laughs> Ah, just do your favorite one. Okay, my favorite one would have to be like um, brothers in arms scene where like they are being chased by that motorcycle gang. Oh yeah, and for a pretty good reason. The soundtrack in the background—that's the other thing we almost forgot to mention. The yeah. soundtrack—it was pulsing. It uh, was 
In fact, I forgot to ask Trevor. I was hoping that maybe we would play the soundtrack while we were doing the pod- podcast on and all. Yeah, but we might get copyrighted. Yeah, indeed. But uh, look up Brothers in Arms, Mad Max Fury Road soundtrack. Trust me, you guys will see why. It's really good. It's one of those songs that uses a very effective Letty motif of like repeating its like uh, musical notes in just a very fashion and all. Where pretty much it, it just feels like as if you want to take that music and put it in any action scene where you're in a <laughs> yeah. high speed chase. Oh yeah, in all. But it's like, but I will say, if anything bad, I really can't think of anything yeah. bad with this. Movie. Just with all the uh, motorcycle guys, just like um, they're fighting off the the gang and all. Ugh. So as for what we could improve. Honestly, maybe just a little bit of storytelling. Just a oh little yeah, bit. exactly. Like That's it, the one thing too, as well. Just like in the beginning, just be like, "This is Max. This is what's going to happen on Mad Max Fury yeah. Road." And to be other than that, it's fine. Yeah, that's what I do hope in like the next few other Mad Max films. Like George Miller's doing pretty well with what he has and all, but oh, like yeah. uh, I would definitely argue so that like sometime soon, bringing truly a, an actual narrative story in it and all. Yeah, I mean. There's no doubt that I'm sure he'll do pretty well with any of the other films if he ever does actually get to the middle of making them. Cause, uh, I hope he does. Oh, Because after how well he did with this one, like it was expensive, but oh, the payoff was big. And this, Miller clearly knows what he's doing. Exactly. And um, what do I think would also make the next, any of the other films even better? Is a vehicle apocalypse yes. derby. Just like uh, a huge battle between one fleet of uh, amount of uh, vehicles and another fleet of amount of vehicles. I Just, agree. Well, though, finding out how to direct that one would be quite challenging even more, but just... It'd be, uh, a, pay- it'd be a payoff. Just Miller really was able to surpass himself in the in, Mad- in Fury Road with the other two, with all the other Mad Max films. And people mm-hmm. considered, you know, beyond, like, Road Warrior and Beyond Thunderdome the best one. Yeah. Thunderdome the best ones. Well... That's our podcast, and like I said, this might be our last one. It might not be. We'll see about what happens next semester. And if we like this, we'll keep doing this. If you guys like it, we'll keep doing it too. So, as we said, we had a back-and-forth debate about Transformers, but we see both see the pros and the cons. We both see how... <laughs> cons. <laughs> but we see how good they are and how bad they are. And with Mad Max Fury Road... Epic. Uh, epicness. Yes. <laughs> and what other what other quotable lines we can we bring up? Let's see. Uh, uh, I think that's good enough for right now, man. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to close out. Matt's going to close out in prayer. Mm-hmm. So go ahead. Oh, Jesus Christ, thank you for for tonight and all. We just uh, thank you for that we could have a fun time just chatting about our favorite movies and all. Lord, also, we just pray for the rest of the semester. We're coming up, and we are just in the mood where we got to get the pedals on with work. Mm-hmm. Just pray for everybody that you um, keep us all focused and uh, have our minds set on the tasks and all. We just ask this to you, Lord. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. So thank you, and God bless. And we leave you with this quote. One, two, three. Oh, what a day! What a lovely day! Have a nice night, folks.